This is Jimmy Nanette, and of course, Chevy is with us. I mean, he's holding it down You're over there. You're putting your arm on your hip. It's because I've got my big man voice on. Wow. So okay. i got to posture myself. I, I'm like, what? Uh, it's because you doing? have the cool chair with the armrest. Oh, so you just like, whoa, There's this no is. There's no armrest here. What am I supposed to do? Okay. So I'm, I'm Do we need to buy another chair? Superman pose. We need two of these chairs. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we need to just take that one to the church. I feel like I'm in a child's chair. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't really fit me. And you know, I never sit at my and desk anymore. I have anymore. a tiny booty, and yet it's still right. like almost bleeding over the side. And it's mine, but I right. never sit there anymore I because I sit on the it. couch. Because Chevy wants to be beside me, and he can't be beside me in that chair. So, so. Chevy's got to be on the couch, okay. so you've got to be on the couch. So, so a new chair is in our horizon. Yeah, well, yeah. this one's going to go bye-bye. Yeah, because <laughs> I, I don't have a place to put my arms, so I have to do like a pose. That's funny, because nobody's seeing you. What do I do with my you? arms? But nobody is watching you but oh, me. it's posturing for my voice. It's oh. kind of how when you smile on the telephone okay. with your eyes. You're hilarious. Thing, you know? Okay. So I'm posturing myself for okay. big voice for the intro. Wow. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to our weird life. I know. We do have a weird dialogue. Um, <laughs> this is Jimmy and this Annette. This is us. And this is called Living Up in a Down World. And that's what we're doing. I mean, we look around the world today and it looks nuts out there. It seems like it's getting crazier and crazier. It is. And yet, because of Jesus Christ, we can live up in a down world. That's right. what's beautiful about Although, it. I, Although, I had a, wait, I had a no, talk with Tina. No, 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 oh, no. Okay. Last week... <laughs> Was a little rough Sorry. for me. Yeah, um, yeah, you got a letter that right. was very hard to read. I don't know. Fan mail. Fan mail. It was not fan. No, it wasn't. It was not, and it wasn't. Didn't have anything to do with this this podcast, but it nope. did have to do with your leadership in church, and right. it was it was difficult. Ministry one hundred and one. Yes, it was a very difficult to read, and I had a. Had lunch with Tina. I said, I just need to vent. I just need, and I, there are things that come our way yes. that can bring us down. Yep. And she said, you know, we're allowed to be down. Right, You just exactly. can't stay down. And I said, you're right. For real. Right. I mean, come on. But I felt bad because here we are trying to live up in a down world, and I'm down because I felt just... Um, I don't know, violated just reading that. Yeah, and it was obviously directed towards me. And so for those of you who don't know this, Annette and I, we, we pastor. I'm a senior pastor. She's my executive pastor. A great church, Bridge Church in Fredericksburg, Texas. And we've been here for seven and a half years. And uh, on occasion, I get stink mail. I mean, hate mail. It's yes. just... It, it just comes with the territory. I don't know a pastor who doesn't get these every no, once in a while. that's true. And, uh, you know, I learned a long time ago that you're, and I'm going to be nice, you're darned if you do, darned if you don't. Right, exactly. I mean, somebody's not going to like what you're doing. They don't like the way you do it. They don't like the way you preach, the way you lead. I mean, it seems like church folk always, not all of church folk, but there are some out there that that are just, they're mean, mean-spirited, and they complain, and they whine, and they... They send hate mail, and, right. and sometimes you and just... And you've probably received maybe five 
in the 30 years I've known you. I mean, literally. Right, yeah, but yeah. Those, Usually they just talk behind your back. But so. literally, it's just, it's still, it never gets yeah, easy. it's rough. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. It just, it's, you can have all these people just say, you're amazing. I've, I'm learning so much. And then one yeah, letter one that just... Stinking thinking letters. Yeah, it, and it can just take painful. you, take you it's out. It's painful, yeah. But it, to me, it's always a, it's a test for my own heart of how I'm going to respond. You handled it better than I did. And it was directed towards you. And you, I'm, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I'm really, Thank you're you. really growing up, honey. Well, you have to get thick skin <laughs> if you're going to be in the people world. Right. And, uh, so why is it hitting me so hard? I guess because I have that justice bone in you me. You do. So I'm like, no. And even a lot of the things that were said were not, um, they were lies. They, they weren't they were accurate. Untruth. They yeah. it wasn't. They weren't lying, but they just don't know the truth. Right, right. And so it just it it hurts. I don't. It's this is never going to get easy. Nope, it's no. not. And it's part of being in ministry. And when you love with your heart big, and we both mm-hmm. have big loving hearts, then and we're not talking criticism. We're talking about downright judgment, mean spirited stuff. It's just going to hit you hard. And mm-hmm. But here's the deal. We've made a choice. And for those of you listening today, I mean, it's easy when you take hits to just say, you know what, I'm going in my shell. I'm just going to, I'm going to detach myself from people. I'm not going to get close to people in the church. And I actually had no pastors who have said that. It's an unrighteous mm-hmm. vow, actually. Right, right. But they'll say things like, you know, it just hurts too much or it hurts my family too much, so we're going to take a step back and we're going to lead the church, but we're not going to be buddies with anybody in the church. And Annette and I are heart leaders. We, we've always been that way. It's painful sometimes when you lead from the heart. Mm-hmm. I just can't do it any other way. I don't want to do it any other way. I, right. I told Annette the day we can't lead from the heart or we don't, the day we're not, finding joy in the journey. And if we ever grow um, jaded, we need to quit. Yeah, we need to go do something exactly. else. And so I've been in this 38 years. You've been in it 28 years. And uh, yeah, I mean, you take hits. But you know, I, the, there's another side to this. Any leader in any profession exactly. is going to take hits. Yes, yes. I've never been, and I've worked outside the church before for different organizations, some nonprofits and some for-profits. You were in the business world. I've never been anywhere where there's people gathered where someone's not complaining about leadership, ever. That's true. And so so I, I sort of take it with a grain of salt. I do this, actually, though. When, I, when something comes along, I say, I actually put it before the Lord, and I say, is there any kernel of truth in this? Do I have blind spots? Is there something exactly. Is there something I'm missing or is there something I did to create this? Mm-hmm. And and I'm very open to the Lord and I try to be very vulnerable to that. And then and I did that with this and the Lord whispered to me what he's been saying to me now for nearly 2 years straight up, stay the course. Stay the Don't course. Don't change anything. I also learned this and we've talked about this many many times, but the more you step out, and we heard Bill Johnson say this on a, on a sermon we were listening to today, um, the more you step out into faith endeavors, the more hits you're going to take, That's the true. more resistance. there's a real enemy out there, there is, that wants to take you down. There is the real deal, demonic, dark, malevolent mm-hmm. world, uh, Satan and his cohorts, that he we all of us have a, ta- a target on our back, and the more we try to do for God, 
and with God in cooperation with Him, the more hits we're in, it puts a bigger target on our back. Right. And, and that comes with the territory. I've always believed this, that the enemy likes to create these Pavlov responses. Mm-hmm. You remember the Pavlov's dogs um, experiment um, where you get locked into your thinking of every time I try to do something for God, I take a hit. Every time I try to I get going for God, I get going in my walk with Christ, something sets me back. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a, it can become a trained Man. response where you start to reason, sometimes subconsciously, not even consciously, but under your your subconscious, you're thinking, well, if that if every time I try to do something for God, I'm going to get hurt, then I'm going to quit, quit doing, trying to do it exactly. for God. And you, you settle into this complacency and lethargy spiritually where you're no longer growing and you become stagnant. And that, and he's got you right where he wants you. Exactly. Because then you're vulnerable. You're marginalized. Mm-hmm. And you're marginalized. Ineffective. Yes, exactly. So Annette and I, we have had these conversations through the years of, yes, it hurts, and on this particular day it sucks to be me, you know, when you get that. And yet, I, my, in fact, my response usually is pedal to the metal. It's like, when I take a hit like that, I, I'm stubborn in this sense. And only because I've been doing this for 38 years, nearly four decades. That sounds like a long time, doesn't it? And I've learned that you don't stop what you're doing because somebody doesn't like what you're doing. Because in this world, there will always be somebody who doesn't like what you're doing. Right. And they need to Haters move on. Haters are going to hate. I, I think what I found interesting about it is, you know, we've been in churches in the past um, especially before you were pastoring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've experienced this as well, where, you know, maybe we attended a church and maybe they changed pastors and we just, we didn't click with them. Right. I and remember so that. Yeah. I we don't send a letter and leave or leave and send a letter two months later. Um, or cut the guy's heart cut, out on I, the way we out just the door. Move on. Or if someone asks, instead of, throwing the pastor under the bus, which say, you know what? It just, God was just leading us somewhere else. There's just, yeah, you know, it. he has another plan. But yep. n- people yep. don't necessarily keep do your daggers that. daggers in your belt. Keep, yeah. Keep them in. Just, <laughs> yeah, don't draw your swords. So that, I think that was what was, yeah. what was tough. Is, it, was, um, it was hard. It was a hard one. Yeah. And those are, they're going to happen, and it won't be the last one. The more we move the ball down the field, our church is really growing right now. There's a lot of movement, a lot of action. Well, Tina and, activity. and I were talking about all the older people that are getting baptized. To think about, you think about all the adults, you know, and the the, older adults getting. It's one thing having a bunch of children, but there is mm-hmm. just an excitement when you see older adults yeah. that are making a new decision, rededicating their life, or just they they've decided they want to to put make Jesus their Lord of their life and not just someone they know, yeah. but actually, you know, become so much a part of their life that they're ready to get baptized or wow, baptized powerful. again. It's really powerful. It's a new commitment. And her and I were talking about that the other day, and I was just like, it is so powerful. No what wonder the enemy here. hates it. Yes, he hates <laughs> we're, it. We're making a difference. People are getting discipled. People yes. are getting born again and saved and turning their lives over to Jesus. We, we've got a big footprint in our community. I'm, I'm the president of the Missouri Alliance. So there's a lot of movement happening around us. We're, we're seeing some favor on things we're doing. And sure enough, that garners the enemy's it attention. It sure does. But here's the deal. I'm not backing off. No. I mean, I'm just, I'm not downshifting. I'm upshifting. I mean, it's like... That's just the way it is. Yeah, you, 
the scripture is very clear. We put on the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. You know, helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, belt of uh, belt of right, breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, truth. feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Pick up the sword of the spirit, which, which is, the is the word, word of God. God, and the shield of faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what we do. The scripture is clear. We are in a battle, not with other people, but with entities that right. are malevolent exactly. and dark. And I think that's the key is to say that it's not the person. Right, exactly. Uh, this person is a lovely, wonderful person, and that's why it hurts so much mm-hmm. because you you think a lot about that person, about how wonderful they are and how much potential there is for God to mm-hmm. use them. Right. And so you know you have to look past yep. and, That's like it. you said, see the person in 3D That's it. and know that it's not that yeah. person yeah. that's coming against you. Yeah. The enemy is just using that person. The tragedy is when someone gives into that right. spirit of criticism or mm-hmm. spirit of anger, spirit of, you know, I don't like the way you do it, so I'm going to come after you, instead of saying, you know what, we're going to move on, and maybe maybe this what? isn't where we're supposed to be. I mean, there are so many different flavors of church, oh, <laughs> so to oh, speak. Oh, my gosh. And so not everybody, I mean, some people want a, a liturgical type church. Some people want... Um, traditional. Yeah, the traditional. Some people don't want instruments. They want just hymns without the instruments. Some people want... Full on contemporary music. You, you can't please valid. everybody. And all of those forms of worship and forms of methodology are valid in the kingdom exactly. of God. We need everybody. And it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. It's like a tapestry. You look mm-hmm. at a tapestry from the front, it's beautiful. You flip it over and see the back, and it's all mangled, tangled mm-hmm. mess. But that's what produces the beauty. And exactly. so um, the beauty of the body of Christ is that there are different functions. And so when someone needs to leave, they just need to go and, and go with blessing instead of cursing. You know, go exactly. go with go with a good spirit of saying, you know what, the reason we're not finding a home here is because this isn't our home. Exactly. So let's go find our home, but let's let's not take our swords out on the way out and do as much damage as possible right. instead. Because it's a small town and, and in fact when we were in Nashville, we're in a town of over a million people, and yet you still frequent all the same places. Mm-hmm. So even though it's a big city, right. you still end up at the same places. So it's big towns are small towns, too, because you still shop where you shop, and you do what you do, and you don't change all that because you've got a conflict with somebody. So you're eventually going to see somebody again, and I've learned the hard way, the hard way, and I really mean that, of not burning bridges in my life. Right. Just not. It's not worth it. God is a. He's given us the ministry of reconciliation. He wants us to as much as possible, live at peace with others. It's not always possible, but as much as, you know, from your side, whatever you can do. And so I'm all about that, up for that. So anyway, so that that created for you, even more so than me, a lot of turmoil. It did. It yeah. really did. I think the reason it didn't impact me as much is because I kind of knew that family wasn't really ever into what we were doing. I really sensed they weren't Right for the long haul, so it didn't surprise me. Well, the meanness did, but it's hard the, for me because I think didn't. I I so appreciate your leadership. Thank you, and um, I trust your leadership. That means I, so much to me. Well, and I love how vulnerable you are with people, and sometimes that vulnerability can be your biggest enemy with people, and so yeah. it just it was hard. And I'm being vulnerable. Makes I'm coming vulnerable. out of it, but I can't say that I've just handled it. I mean, I think I handled it well. Um, I didn't get into a cave or put walls up. I told right. I told Tina I'm tempted to put walls up. 
that that's right. that's that's going back to who do, I right? used to be. And I didn't. I just allowed myself to just work through it, and uh, and God always proves Himself he does. so faithful. He does. He always does. Always and does. And He did. Yeah. And so we, we, the week ended better than it started. I'll right, just put it that right. way. But it does. It puts you in a funk sometimes when you get crossed up with somebody. Yes. And um, so yeah, God bless them. You know. But Tuesday. Talk about we Tuesday. brought in. Oh, this was super Peggy cool. Peggy Layden, and she. Is a life coach basically. Peggy, I know you're going to be listening oh to this. We love you and so appreciate what you did for our staff. She brought team. in the Strength Finders. Mm-hmm. Um, oh love my strength goodness, finders. we were able to to um, affirm each other in in what that was huge. Our, our our giftings, our strengths are, and and even our weaknesses. It was just so amazing. To hear people say that's not your weakness. Yeah, that's a. I see that as a strength. I saw all of us just walk out of this three and a half, four hour meeting just bigger and better mm, than when I we love came that. in. Bigger, I like. Yeah, that. we were bigger. We, we were. Our hearts were enlarged. Yes. Our, our our view of ourselves was enlarged. Mm-hmm. We are bigger in a sense because. We learn things about ourselves, yes. hearing feedback from others. And so Peggy did a masterful job of leading that. I highly recommend that. her for any church or business. She needs to be doing this in churches. A, I know she's Strength Finder is a great tool. Yeah, and she's been in the business world for a long time, in the corporate world, uh, doing this with high-level executives and teams. I could see massive value in churches mm-hmm. for this. And I know there are people who do that, mm-hmm. but Peggy just has a great spirit about her, and uh, she's a ball of energy. If I could only cap that and, and take some for myself, I would love that. <laughs> she Maybe just has a calling. That's that the difference. She does. Some people She's in just, her lane. They have um, jobs or careers because they went to school for that, or it was once a calling and then later maybe not so much. For her, oh, my goodness, you could yeah, see she was in totally in her element. Yeah, yeah. And she was just um, – Alive. Dynamic and charismatic <laughs> and just a really amazing person. I was so glad we got to know her that week. Me too. And, and I would say this is a great example, even a great les- life lesson for all of us, is if you can find your lane, if you mm-hmm. find what brings you joy, you know, sometimes a lot of people work jobs that they hate or they dislike or that mm-hmm. it doesn't bring them life, doesn't bring them joy, and, you know, Working for a paycheck is hard. It is. It's just hard. I like working for a purpose, not a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so purpose is what gets me up in the morning every morning early, early, because I'm already excited about the day. Is Tina texting? No, you? no. <laughs> just I'm just looking at my I'm phone. playing. I'm playing with you. But but a lot of people work for a paycheck because we do. We have to pay bills. This is the reality of the exactly. world we live in. You got to pay bills. You got to manage your life. But Ultimately, you can only do that for so long mm-hmm. before that adrenaline wears off and the joy wears off, and then you really have to find your calling and find your lane. I think that's one of the most important things that people need to understand is that God puts callings on people's lives, and mm-hmm. calling is kind of one of those nebulous terms that's hard to define. How do you know you're called to something? Well, it's because you can't think about anything else. Mm-hmm. You so love what you do. And, and, and that's where I'm at with our being a pastor is, is I get to do this. Even when I get hate mail or even when I get, you know, the, the nasty stuff. Because we're, we're dealing with people, you know, hurt people hurt people. Right. Broken people break people. And so 
damaged people damage other people. And, and, and when you're in the church world, you're working with a lot of hurt, lot broken, of and hurt. damaged people. Yes, so yes. that's going to happen. Sometimes it's going to be directed at you. Nine times out of ten, it's not really coming at you. It's you just you were on. You, it was on your watch, but it usually goes back to trauma that people have had. But anyway, back to finding our calling. That's the thing: is even if you're if, you, if you're not in the ministry, you're still in the ministry. <laughs> you're called. You have a call in your life to be a great mechanic or to be a great housewife or teacher. to be a great teacher, great attorney, great business leader, manager, whatever you do. You drive a dump truck, man, do it with excellence, you know, stay in your lane. And so I think for me, the reason why I just find so much joy in what we do is because I know I'm called to it. And I think that as you get older, you settle into your skin and you begin to realize this really is who I am. Every Sunday, so I preach twice a week on Sunday mornings. I preach two times back to back because we have two services. And we always have a bumper video right before the sermon. And it's just a way to get everybody kind of back because we do a meet and greet and get everybody back to their chairs. It settles them in. And it always has a message to it. So it's usually about two minutes long. And that gives me about two minutes. I sit on a stool off to the side of of the platform while the video is going. And that gives me a couple minutes to just take a breath Mm -hmm. and to say, Lord, I was born to do this. I'm doing what you created me to do, and I always give thanks for that. Mm-hmm. And then I say, Lord, empower me to speak through me. So by the time the end of that video is and I'm stepping up to the pulpit or walking out onto the platform, um, I'm already in the zone. And it's because I know I'm doing what I'm called to do. So I do it with a lot of passion uh, and a lot of, um, a lot of excitement. Mm-hmm. So anyway... That's it. So Peggy is in her lane. She is a great example. And of I loved running um, in their lane. The what she was saying. You know, she they do. We do these. What do you call them? Like um, tests, or how do you explain? personality assessments? And these yeah, things. the assessments. And as she put them all together, our whole team, the th- the thread that was. Um, ev- Evident, sorry about that. The thread that was evident in all of our team mm-hmm. was relationship. Yes, yeah. Man, yeah. that was yeah, telling. She plotted those out on a graph, mm-hmm. all of our strengths, and it and the majority of those fell in that that quadrilateral yes. quadrant and of relationship. How wonderful is that? That it wasn't some you know, it wasn't that we were just um, we relationship was the worst or the lowest thing on on the quadrilateral it was number one Mm -hmm. and for a church that's really important really because that's all we're dealing with people yes there's business to be had but we're dealing with people more than we're doing any of the other Mm -hmm. business yeah and uh, we need to have compassion and empathy for people and Mm -hmm. we need to love uh, ministering to people and hearing you know their prayers their their problems and being able to, to right. point them to the word yeah. to, to um, give them, res, you know, resolve. But man, that, I, that was telling to me. It was mm-hmm. very important. That, that was a Because we've done piece. this before in another church and I don't remember oh, relationship a long time ago. being such a. 
Well, we didn't have anybody help us unpack it like this. Well, that's you know, true. Peggy's very skilled at this. This is what mm-hmm. she's called to do. I will say this is that one of the challenges we face as a church body as we grow, because we're, we're now over 500 pretty consistently right now, and we're, we're continuing to grow and see new people coming, which is wonderful. It's a lot of energy. It's exciting to see new faces and see people getting connected. However, the the, the tricky part or the, or the the challenge for us, the tension is, how do we still keep that friendly, warm, mm-hmm. welcoming, relational atmosphere exactly. when the church now, I mean, on any given Sunday is over 500 or right at 500. And so that's a lot of people to keep. I can't remember his name. I'm meeting new people every week. And so um, that's just part of the cost of growing. But I still think I still think you can have both. You can have a relational, warm, loving environment and still have you know mm-hmm. larger numbers and whatnot, so that's something that we're committed to mm-hmm. is staying relational, exactly being relational. It's very important, and uh, that's that's more important than what I would say uh, getting it done. You know, getting things done or all or or production and all those things. And uh, production is not the right word, but performance. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's keeping love the first thing. Mm-hmm. Love of God, love people. Exactly, it's not that complicated, is it? So that was great. That was a great, great part of our week that, mm-hmm. that really high value there. And then uh, I just had some great meetings last week with individuals who were just wonderful people. I got to I got to meet with a man in our church who initially he he had some concerns. He comes from a traditional church background, and uh, his name is George. Wonderful guy. Wonderful guy in our church. And uh, but he had some concerns just because I had mentioned in a sermon that I went, had been through a divorce and and I've told our story before, but they're a little bit newer to the church, and so he wrote me and it wasn't even I mean it was a nice email just, he just saying just wanted to meet with you just he wanted to, to meet with me it. to say hey I just you know I come from a traditional background and you know so love to talk to you, and so um, I was a little concerned about it only because you know it's just you've never had anybody question no no I haven't so so I was. I mean, I was looking forward to the meeting, actually sitting down, but some things came up where we couldn't meet, so we had to put them off. I mean, we we we. I think, I think you we, put them off for like three weeks. Three weeks, and then we finally got together, and it was so so wonderful. Oh, you came back with just oh my goodness. Well, it was it was neat. Well, first of all, I wanted to hear his story too, and, mm-hmm. and he has a wonderful, compelling testimony and story. And but by the time I I started talking about you know my background and what I went through as far as a divorce and how the church we were at handled it and they were wonderful, we had a great experience through that. Um, he was like, "I'm good." I, I in fact I wanted to tell you I I don't even you don't even, we don't even have to really talk about it because I've been listening to your podcast and I've been hearing you tell your stories, especially Annette's story. And he said, he quoted you, he said, Annette said this, God is a God of second chances. Mm-hmm. And he said that really stuck out to him and he realized. And so it was it was just one of those meetings that we just had the best time and, and we're going to schedule another meeting just to go get lunch together and hang out and get to know each other and walk together. And, and that's, that's what I loved about that meeting mm-hmm. versus the person who left the church and scalded us. And left a letter but didn't want to meet with you in no. person. And you actually asked I to meet asked, in person. Yeah, I, I had requested. That, to, I sent him a very, very nice note just saying, hey, we love you guys. I hear you're leaving. We want to bless you as you mm-hmm. go. And I mean, I was trying to be super positive in life because I had no idea they were angry and hateful. So mm-hmm. I just caught us off guard a little bit. 
Um, doesn't over surprise us these days, though. I mean, we've seen a lot in 38 years of doing this. But I was so appreciative of him and how, um, man, just he, he, we talked about <laughs> grace, about having grace awakenings in our lives and and how God is indeed a God of second, third, and fourth, and fifth chances, yes, right? Yes, yes. So anyway, it turned out that that was a kind of redemptive piece. Mm-hmm, it almost really was. Almost counteracted. Maybe that's why I didn't take it so hard with that letter, because it was like a counter mm-hmm. to that. So anyway, we have so many wonderful people that speak life into us, but our hearts to speak life into everybody and help everybody live mm-hmm. up in a down world. By the way, this is episode number 20. No, Shouldn't 20. that be important? I mean, you're well, no longer a teenager. We, we're, we're now... Let's toast to 20. Let's do it. I need a refill, though. <laughs> cheers yes, to 20. Cheers. Episode and it's not 20. aloe vera juice. It is not <laughs> aloe vera juice today. It is actually a little bubbly because we're celebrating. We're celebrating. And uh, But I need a refill. I'm down to the last well, one. I'm day. sorry. You're doing a podcast. You cannot I'm going to leave you talking. Away. I'm going to no, go get not. the bottle. It's <laughs> no, in the other not. room. You're fine. <laughs> You're you go funny. get it. I'll, I'll, no, uh, I'll uh, I'm good. stall. No, you can wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. So I'm excited, though. 20, that's a, that's a big deal, you know. Uh, Adam Curry's the pod father, Infinite Podcasting. You know, he says things like, and I was reminded because somebody wrote me this today, actually on Twitter of all things, congratulating us for 20 episodes, uh, and said, um, as the Podfather Adam Curry says, as the Podfather, if you make if you make twenty episodes, you're light years ahead of everybody else because really? most never even get. to And 20. why do you think they don't? Do I they think, get discouraged? I think they get discouraged. They maybe don't get feedback, you know, and maybe they feel like they're not making a difference, or maybe they maybe they get down the road and realize they don't have anything to say. <laughs> maybe there's there's nothing left. But well, you're a preacher. You're always going to have something to say. Oh my gosh, that is so <laughs> the truth. It is, and I'm the guy that would not even give a book report in high school. It doesn't Took even make zero. sense. Zero. No, my teacher no, I was did that. nice, but but I did. I would not talk in front of my class. I did, the last thing I wanted was to get. So in this front of is a group of totally people. a God thing that you're totally a, a God thing. It does not even make sense. Up. So I'm just uh, anyway. So I'm really happy about that. Twenty. That's a big deal. Twenty weeks. Now we are going to take a break next week. I we think we can have, do it later in the week. We just won't yeah. We'll do come it back Monday. We'll, we we'll have to do it. When Thursday, we get back, yeah. Probably. When we get back, we're going to be going to Nashville. So, talk, you want to tell them about what we're doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm excited about us going to uh, the K Love Awards Fan Awards event. It's a, a three day event. Red carpet. Red carpet. So you have to dress up. I'm cool with that. I got some okay. new clothes. I'm really excited because you actually agreed to let me buy you. I bought you two suits, a pair of slacks, and then yesterday. Four jackets. Well, we're and not another pair of four jackets. No, we're we? keeping. No, I got all different ones, all oh, different kinds. Wow, no. super cool. You're going to start dressing up at church, just I a am. little bit. I am it's a little top. bit. I'm taking it up. A notch. Okay, it, you're not thirty anymore. What? No, I know. I'm nineteen in my mind. I know, and that's why it's time to put away the old clothes and put so on. Let some me be nice clear. Ones. We're talking. A nice jacket with sharp jeans and shoes. Unless you want to wear slacks because you that want That will be to. rare. Yeah. I am a jeans guy. Okay. Jeans I'm glad to slacks. wear a jacket because it hides my piece. Yes. Jeans. It hides my gun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Are you going to start I'm carrying, carrying your gun? You bet I'm carrying. But you don't. Crazy people. When I, you're up there preaching, but you might. No, I don't. You might need to. Joe, I do know of preachers that w- they'll keep a gun in, in their pulpit, like on the shelf. Really? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have enough people. 
Oh my gosh. We don't call 911 in, in Fredericksburg, no. Texas. That's oh for sure. Oh my gosh. I'm more worried about the crossfire if something ever happens. Friendly fire, they call it. Uh, anyway, we have we're more going, women that pack. Yes, we do. Guys. Okay. Anyway, Let's go okay. back to our story. Yeah, yeah, so we're yeah. going to the K Love Fan Awards. We're in leaving Nashville. This weekend. We'll be gone for a few days and. And we're going to see family while we're there. We're yes. extending our time. And it's going to be, I had, I went to, I had my first facial today. I haven't had a facial. How's that I don't going? even know if I've ever had a How facial. How does it feel? Do you feel any different? Oh, it just, I don't know. Just having someone, you know. Uh, Let me feel your face. Lean it's over soft. Here. It's soft. I mean, hold on. Oh, very soft. It's, it's like soft. a baby's body. Yes, it is. And all, just hydrated. I really need needed hydration. But anyway, I, I went to Gilded Palm uh, in Spa in Fredericksburg, and Jennifer Marshall is phenomenal. Super she gave cool. me um, the best. I mean, it was just, she doesn't just do the face. She does, she massages your shoulders and your neck. And it's just, it was wonderful. But she meant she talked to me about um, she talked about the podcast and how oh. much now she feels like she can trust us because she's gotten to know us through the podcast. But she asked me, "Who is the artist that you're going to fangirl over? Who's the one <laughs> at, at the award show?" And I just I, I don't would know. That be? I don't know. There's so many that are going to be there. She said for her, Lauren Daigle. Oh, right. I yeah, said, yeah, I think that she is phenomenal, a phenomenal artist. I don't, I don't fan anymore. Okay, well, let's, do, so but, just, but who are you excited as, to I'm see? I'm obviously excited to see the Mercy Me Bros. Well, yes, They're because my, we, my we're chain. friends now. Yeah, 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 so definitely glad, excited. Kane is po- is hosting it. Kane, yeah, they're and good. And I'm, yeah, I'm excited to kind of see how... How they are, but I'm more excited about the 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 spectacle, the atmosphere of it, than just seeing a specific band or group mm-hmm. or individual. Because so there's many, there's a lot there's of concerts, a lot of concerts that we're going to be attending that are just for the people who signed up for the three day package, which mm-hmm. we signed up for it a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so um, I don't know. I told her it was that was a hard one. Because there are so many amazing artists out there. For me, it's it's just the celebration of worship and music, and mm-hmm. it's celebrating this genre of music and with some of the top people in those in their field. And I mean, these are world class you know, musicians and mm-hmm. artists and singers, and they're followers of Jesus. And so to be in an atmosphere like that is it's just exciting. Um, I just love music so much. It's such a massive. Today, you you went and got your facial. I picked up my guitar, and I put it down when I heard you walk in the door. I mean, I played for, what, two hours, two and a half hours? Because I I love music so Mm -hmm. much. God has always spoken to me through music. So uh, I I never lack for anything to do because I just pick up a guitar and play. But I, I love celebrating other artists, so I'm really looking forward to this. I keep saying, I'm using the word, I'm going to nerd out there. but You I, are. But, I, but I'm a music nerd, you so know, I'm I love looking it. forward to, is it David Nasser that is speaking? Is that his name on Sunday morning? Oh, I can't remember his name. I know who you're talking about. We we watched, yeah, he's sharp. We watched a Man, he's sharp. TED Talk with him or something. Yeah. He was very sharp. Very sharp. He's uh was a Muslim. and Refugee. Uh, yeah, yeah. And man... Radically and to know saved, the no cross, and it's changed his life. And yeah. he went to work for Liberty University. Yeah, he was a campus pastor. Pastor, uh huh. Yeah, this guy's sharp. He's sharp. He, I, I'm really looking forward really to good. hearing more of his testimony. Yeah, me too. 
Me too. I think that's going to hey, be speaking of that, I want to transition here a little bit because um, uh, Dua Fivik wrote us. I, I reached out on Facebook platforms and said, hey, you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to talk about? We'd love to just field some stuff. So Doyle wrote, Doyle's a precious friend, a lover of God, and, and uh, he's, our, he's our propane guy. He has a <laughs> propane company here. And Great. Uh, Quick. Oh, yeah, he's wonderful. Yes, he's Highly wonderful. I recommend. I mean, just Legacy. Awesome. Legacy propane. propane, yeah, here in, in Central Texas. Um, he wrote, what couple Bible studies do you recommend, and how do you two study together? That's a great question. It is. So, um, so I'll say this. Uh, we, don't, I'm not, we don't recommend a couple Bible study per se. I mean, we have some books that we've done together that were really compelling for us. Uh, one, I only recommend to married couples, not to singles, because it's because <laughs> uh, I'm just saying it's it's definitely for married folk only. It's called Lovemaking. Mm-hmm. That and was really good. You remember the who the no, author was? I don't. You may look that up You'd while we're, while we're chatting. Up. This is really good it's for a, married couples. This mm-hmm. book, uh, I mean, it gets it down in the details of, of the nitty gritty. You intimacy. know what I'm saying? Intimacy. Yeah, intimacy. Yeah, I think you can it's, say that it's word, a better honey. word than nitty gritty. I know. It? Yes. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up while you. Uh, well, for us, as far Kindle. as what we do together, we listen to preachers. We watch yes. different preachers. Um, typically, every time we go to workout, you listen to music most of the time. Some of the time, you listen to uh, preaching. I listen to preaching almost every single time, and then I'll say, "Okay, we need to listen to this. This is this is helpful for us." Yeah. And then we'll come home, or we'll listen to it on the way home, which we did today. Which we did today. Which we have was, a little drive about twenty five minutes from the gym to, from our, the gym. to our house because mm-hmm. we live out outside of town. It was perfect timing. And we listened to Bill Johnson today. Uh, Bill is the pastor at uh, Bethel Ready? Church in Redding, California. And he just lost his wife this last year. Uh, man, just a hard, hard thing. Lost her to a uh, lost her fight of cancer, yes. or she battled to the end. Let me put it that way. She didn't lose anything. She's now in the presence of Jesus. But um, that book is called Love Making, and it's by Doctor Dan and Linda Wilson. Okay, yes, it's great, so good, great book. Great book, really helped us on some things. So, mm, so that was at something your phone. we did. Well, I'm looking because I'm looking at the name of the um, oh the message we the listened sermon to that we listened to is called the De- the devil's strategy. Ooh, it just caught my really attention. Good. I was just going through YouTube, yep. just looking at the, my favorite While pastors, Jim, 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 wow. and I saw this the devil's strategy, and I was like, oh, okay, this is a good listen, uh, a good reminder. And so I told you about it, and we listened to it all the way home. I listened to it again as I was driving. Uh, you can't listen. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't hear something one time and take oh. it in and be, okay, that's great. I, I like to, you get different nuggets every time you listen. I hear something different or I hear something that um, will just speak to me at that moment. So I like mm-hmm. to listen to things over and over. And so it was It was powerful. I think you and I are going to listen to it again even. It was that good. I, I was like... I, well, Bill Johnson is so deep. So, so oh we're, what we're goodness. sharing with you all is how we do it. So, it's it's not a one size fits all. You've got to find out what works for you. And through the years, we found we tried doing things together, like sitting at the table in the morning and stuff. And we're just not wired that way. It doesn't work for us. But we're more 
you go you go spend time with God and reading, study, listening. Mm-hmm. I'll go do that, and then we come back together, and it's on. I mean, we're like then we can talk and, about it, even yeah, if it's, it's too always separate. Fascinating, because I, I do a devotion every morning. Right now, I'm doing the Blessed Life yeah. with Robert Morris, and I write a devotion, and every it's on morning. you version. Yeah. yeah, and so we we talk about if if something really stuck out, yeah. then we'll talk about that. Yeah, but most of the time we turn on. Um, we're either listening to it on in our car. Or we come home and turn on YouTube, yeah. and we'll watch a sermon. And then sometimes, like the last few days, we've been watching worship. Just we love uh, we love worship, yes. and so um, that there's some great. Um, the production values are so high now, and mm-hmm. so you can go to YouTube and you can you can just search for um, Gateway Worship. Or you can watch the the worship service before the message when Pastor Robert Morris preaches. And we love Pastor Robert Morris. He's one of our favorite preachers, teachers, and just just love him mm-hmm. dearly. And we listen to him every week that we that he's teaching or preaching. And we sometimes we'll go back in archives and pull out stuff because uh, he really is a mentor from afar for me. Mm-hmm. Has been for many years, decades actually. Decades. And so we, so we love him, but we love the worship there at Gateway Church in Southlake, up, up, up in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, we've been there many, many times. We spent time there during our, one of our transitions. And so, uh, and then we're also a part of the Gateway Church's network. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're already a part of them in that sense, in, in a partner sense. So uh, sometimes we'll just pull up and I'll just randomly they do nights of worship. They call it a night of worship. And we'll just pull that up, which we did the other night. Mm-hmm. We watched a Twice. lot of worship. Yeah. Twice. We just, just to let it just infiltrate Saturday our evening. home and yeah. just, I just, it's and just, too, just preparing my, our hearts for worship the next day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a firm, firm, hardcore believer in I don't want to wait till Sunday morning to get ready to mm-hmm. worship. I want to be so rested. I resist doing things on Saturdays mm-hmm. with, with, other people and doesn't always work out that way. We end up doing it, and I always regret. And I'm always love people that we're with, but I. But I'm Saturday night is tough tired. because you want to be fully. I want to be focused. Yes, yes. And and you know we've so we're also man we're months now into our no TV purge. Mm-hmm. We're not anti TV, so don't don't hear what we're not saying. I mean, everybody, it's one not one size fits all. Exactly. For us, we were like, this is just it was just taking over too much, too much of our time. And attention, and so we we're months into that now, and and we're just not going back. I mean, we're our dish network is up. We, yeah, it's it's going to go bye bye. It's it's yeah. leaving. Oh, it's out of here. I am yes, because nowadays you can you can get so much on YouTube. YouTube and, and if we we like documentaries and stuff. In fact, mm-hmm. we watched a powerful documentary. Ooh. Oh man! Yeah. Wow, it's called uh, Affirmation Generation. It's on YouTube. It's about an hour and a half. I highly recommend it. And it's dealing with the trans issue. Mm, and, and Which you talked about in church I did on talk Sunday. about that on Sunday. So, um, so yeah, we're skipping around a little bit. But that's good. So, on Sunday, I talked about Jonah. I've never preached on Jonah before. I don't think I've ever years. heard preaching on Jonah. And, I mean, the only... I remember as a child, everybody knows about Jonah and the, the fish. fish. We all... Yeah. We've all had Sunday school lessons, but I don't. I honestly don't believe I've ever heard a preacher preach on the Book of Jonah like either. you did. Not that I can remember. It doesn't. And mean the it way hasn't. you used it, 
as relevant as to what we're what's going on in our world right now. Yeah. I was it, you. You did an amazing, Thank beautiful you. job. Thank you. What I saw in Jonah as I read the read through the the narrative of of the book. It's only four chapters. It's a very small book. And that's not one that we just go, oh, I want to read the book yeah, of Jonah. Yeah, it's today. not one you just turn no, to. because you think, oh, I know this story. But do we really it's, know it's this story? great, great Man. compelling event that happened. And and we get all caught up in, in the belly of, you know, he's three days in the belly of a fish. Well, was it literal or was it figurative? It doesn't matter. It doesn't change the story. No. The, the issue was that God told him to go preach to a city called Nineveh, and he refused. Because he, he was having to let them know. He was angry. How, but well, the whole point of it is God wanted him to preach to this evil city to tell them how evil they were and they needed to repent. And so, why is he angry about doing that? Was he afraid of the he, backlash? He wanted, he did not want them to repent, he wanted judgment for because them. he is a guy of justice he's and he's like, God, you know what, prophet. they just need to. He's a prophet, wow, that's and a just, lot of times that prophetic edge can, can overtake love wow. because he so wants the justice of God. See, I, I have that justice bone in me, but I don't necessarily want harm for people, right, though. Right. But, but boy, he I did. I know a lot of people who do, though. Uh, apparently. I know a lot of Christians who are so angry at what's happening in the world that it overrides their Christianity. They forget who they are and they forget who God is. I guess I just, which is what happened to it's Jonah. It's so hard to understand that. Yeah. My mind can't. I guess I have too much compassion yeah. and empathy for people. So I want them to change. Yeah. I don't want them to burn. We we have got to be lovers. We got to be radical lovers. Uh, Francis Chan wrote a book a number of years ago yes. called Crazy Love. That was a and an it's a great book. book, but I just the title is compelling. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I mean, we got to be crazy lovers of people mm-hmm. and 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 before them, not against them. So on the trans issue, which is huge right now, it's just man. It's I'm not even going to commentate commentate on that because comment on it because it's not even worth going into. But we've got to look past the makeup and the the gender pronouns and, and all the different things to see there's a human being behind all of that mm-hmm. that's broken. Right. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty <laughs> had a great fall. All the king's horses, all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again, but God can. Mm-hmm. And that's where we've got to say, you know what, I'm going to look past your behavior. I'm going to look past... People look past mine to lead me to Christ. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that, but I was not. I was doing other things mm-hmm. that I shouldn't have been. Exactly, they saw something in me that beyond my behavior mm-hmm. and shared the gospel with me, the good news. I became a Christian, follower of Christ, and God began to and, and peel those need, things away. We need to be okay about having a cause and coming, you know, coming to the table with. Yeah, I want to be clear about that. Yes. We need to speak up. We do need to speak and, up, and but we need given, to do everything in love, not yeah. this hatred yeah, that we're seeing. Ephesians chapter 4 says that we speak the truth in, in love. love. And I, I, Christians can be the worst. I can be mean. And it, and it yeah. bothers me yeah. so much that we can have this hatred because that totally goes against what Jesus said. He said, love your enemies. It's an antichrist spirit Yes. Yes. In Christians, in, in people. In Christians, yeah. yes. Because they're so offended Mm-hmm. by somebody's choices or by their behaviors that it overrides their mm-hmm. identity in Christ and they forget who God is, mm-hmm. which is exactly what happened to Jonah. And that's why it's so relevant. Mm-hmm. Jonah's just us, and we're exactly. Jonah. I mean, he was divinely but human. What I love about 
he ended up after he was in the belly of the fish. He ended up back in Nineveh, yep. and he did what what God told him to do, and they all repented. They repented. The king Even repented. Even the king turned, and they said they're going to the whole city's going to worship the one true God. So, and and on the heels of that. Jonah was still mad. Still mad. He was because angry. God didn't strike him down like yeah. He said He was going yeah. to. They repented. He relented. He didn't want them to repent. See, you can't say God hasn't relented. That's why prayer is important. Jimmy. It is. It is. So many people say, "Well, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. God's going to do what He wants to." No, God relented. When they repented. He relented. Yes, that's, and that's huge. Huge because I look at our own country and I hear people say it all the time: "Is man, this is it's, it's just going to get worse. It's yeah, it's just going to be." I'm like, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Man, Don't read give the up. Bible. Don't give up here. Exactly. You know, they they thought that about Nineveh, mm-hmm. and look what happens. And so, yeah, so it was a, it was an opportunity to talk about about us becoming for real crazy lovers, where we love people beyond politics and right. beyond which and, side and of the have, aisle. And you're we can on. still speak out absolutely about causes absolutely that go against we what still, the Bible says. We speak but the truth. There is a way to do it. It's yep. your tone. It's yep. motive. It's motive. It's the yes. heart. Yes. Tone and motive. It's it's everything. And I mean, people can tell me just about anything if they do it in love. I can mm-hmm. take it. But mm-hmm. I, but if you've got a if you got a bad dude tone, I mean, I, I won't give you. A, you won't even a, listen to. No, it. I won't. No. I won't. No one else will either. Right. And that's what's happening today. We get behind a keyboard. We suddenly become bold. You know, we say stupid stuff, and then we wonder why the world's not changing. And we're mad. Then, mm-hmm. and it's just tragic because that's not what we're called to. We're called to love, and so. Um, so back to Doyle's question, I mean, this got us talking. Reading the book of Jonah, talking about the message, that's what how Annette and I, the Bible says, as iron sharpens iron, so one friend sharpens the countenance of another. And so when you get iron back and forth, iron sharpening iron, and that's how our relationship is. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, I did, I preached the message, but we've unpacked it mm-hmm. since just like we just did, where we're talking back and forth, stepping on each other's sentences and finishing each other's sentences because we get excited about what God is speaking Mm -hmm. through the Word. And so we have favorite preachers that we love. For one, uh, Pastor Robert Morris, Gateway Church, Pastor Bill Johnson. Really highly recommend you dive into Bill Johnson. Boy, he is deep. He is not... He's not flashy, but my goodness, he has got revelation. He is so good. Um, and those are our two favorite. I mean, we'll we'll spot listen to others. We love Joyce Meyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joyce is. You know, yeah. we love Joyce. And she so, just tells it like it is. She's she, just. She, that's why you love her so much because yeah. you're like that. I am. But so that's what we do. We love to listen to messages and we love to watch worship, uh, particularly uh, Gateway worships our favorite mm-hmm. per, per se. And but I, I like it all. I mean, I really could get a get a lot out of a lot of different ones. Um, and so how do we two study together? That's we don't. We talk. We mm-hmm. we study and we we get in the word apart from one another. We come back and what's God saying? What's God saying? And exactly. we, we just and we do what we just did for ten minutes and we, we go back and forth and we get excited and mm-hmm. we talk over one another because we're so excited about what God's up to. So I hope that helps. You know, you gotta find what works for you. Mm-hmm. We do some things together. We read through the Bible, do a two year two year through the Bible every night. 
and we read through the Bible together in two years. And that was a great experience. Mm-hmm. You know, get a little. That's block. the first time we've ever done anything like yeah, that together. Like that. Yeah, we've done things separately, but not together. Right. It was really good. And we talked about. Do you want to do it again? Nah, nah, no, me either. No. no, it was great. And we'll probably revisit it another time. I mean, maybe next year, but we'll see. So that was a good one. Um, another, what? I think it's. How long have we been going now? Okay. Yeah, I, I think I, you should wait on that one till next. Okay. Week. We yeah, we can pick these up. Yep. Um, I was. Looking, we got a lot. A lot of people. Yeah, we appreciate it. And I would invite you, if you're listening to the show, feel free to reach out to us. You can go to our website. It's super simple to find, livingupinadownworld.com. And uh, you can give us feedback. You can do a review. That's beautiful. If you leave a review for us, that's helpful. But we want to hear from you. You can write us. You can even do a voicemail. We had a friend of mine, Tommy Tommy Hayes, left a voicemail oh. on our website. Oh, if, he did. Yeah. you can do that? It's actually very cool. Wow. Yeah, it said you have a voicemail. I didn't even realize it, and I picked it up. It was Tommy. And if you give us your email address, we'll send you a newsletter. We're going to start putting together a yeah. newsletter. Yeah, I've already did one preliminary newsletter just to get the get set up a template and get the ball rolling, and then we're gonna, we've are gonna we got some things we're going to add to it, so we're just waiting for those elements, and we'll start doing that on an ongoing basis. So we'll keep you up to speed with what's happening and also how you can support the show. I mean, really, it's, I mean, if we're this, this bringing value to you, there's value to value. That's right. Bring yeah. it to us. Yeah. yeah. Value for value. Um, I want to recommend a, a great um, podcast site for you to, if you don't have it, it's called Fountain and it's an app. So you can go to either iOS or you can go to, to your Android uh, setup and uh, go to your app store, download Fountain. You can actually earn Bitcoin while you're listening it'll actually add in and start loading your wallet and you can you can bless that forward uh, if you like the podcast and just you can just send it it's really phenomenal they're doing a great job it's just two guys doing this whole website and it, they continue to improve it and some of your the best podcasts in the world like living up in a down world <laughs> no agenda Curry and, and the, the keeper. keeper, which congratulations to Adam and Tina Curry. They are now doing that on a weekly, weekly basis. basis. That's a big deal. It is. They move because from every other week. I don't know how he does it. Yeah, he does like four other podcasts. And, and now so. she's having to work. And <laughs> <laughs> she complains. He pulled her out of retirement. I'm like, okay. That's so funny. Well, join my so life. funny. Um, so those are two. There's some great podcasts. We're on there, obviously. And uh, so, and yeah, we're going to do it. A live podcast together. This is going to be crazy with fun. With Curry and the Keeper. We're doing a, we're calling it a crossover. It's crossover. like a crossover, crossover event, you know. So uh, that is, we're all chatty. And you get us all together, it's over. I'm just, I, I just it's going to be bar hilarious. The door. I'm telling you. All of us sitting in a room, uh, it's no telling, no telling, no telling where that's going to go. Right. I mean, that could end up being a four-hour show, but kidding but it will be it will be a lie it will be alive i'm just so we're gonna do it live so we're waiting they're they're doing their weekly now they're going to get in the groove of that then they're going to go live weekly which i would like to do i know you would not overly I'm excited about that she still, still likes the idea that we can edit that i can say hey stop that i don't like <laughs> hey, that don't one. say Let's that just start all over don't use that guy's name so um so we'll yeah see. yeah we'll see i'm getting closer yeah you're leaning into it but we want to tell you how much we love and value you and appreciate you. Again, so good to hear from y'all. And just keep it coming. We, we want to meet you, want to hear from you. If you have questions, please feel free. And, uh, and man, we would love to hear, hear what you're up to. So anyway, 
So this is Jimmy and Annette, and we are living up in a down world. Mr. Chevy's been with us the whole time, by the way. quiet. Oh, he has been chilled out. He had his chin up on the, on the desk. He's so and He was sound asleep. I wish people could see him. I know. I love you, honey. We could Thank go video. for this day. We could go live video. Do a video. No, podcast. stop. Just kidding, stop. honey. I love you more. <laughs> I love you more. So much more. I love you. You're awesome. See y'all next week. Next week on Living Up in a Down World. Remember, we're going to be a little bit late next week, so don't don't panic. We'll be with you. Bye-bye.